Radio of the community, by the community, for the community. You're tuned in to Little Raleigh Radio. And you are listening to Damaged Goods on Little Raleigh Radio. My name is Matt Dunn, also known as DJ Two-Headed Dog. And I'm here with my favorite co-host in the whole world. What's your name? Oh, uh, DJ Best Co-Host Ever. That is a very appropriate name. And welcome to episode number 194 of hopefully your favorite internet radio show podcast, because you could do a whole lot worse. Yes, there are some bad podcasts out there. That, that should be our trademark. But let's see here. What did we hear in that first block of music? The last track you heard was new... Local music, if you're listening from North Carolina, that was a band called The Nude Party, and the track was called Records. That song really spoke to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Yeah, that's a band, a cool band out of Boone, North Carolina, and uh, that was off their upcoming self-titled album, which I noticed the video was uh, posted by Rolling Stone the other day. Oh, that's awesome. And it sort of has that Rolling Stones vibe. It has also. very Rolling Stones vibe. Yeah, definitely. Just a little. Yeah. And yet, so you were, you were able to relate to the sentiment of just wanting your records? You know, I, I hate it. I just don't get enough time with them, you know? <laughs> um, you know, one of these days. One of these days in an alternate universe where no adult responsibilities. I mean, not that I, like, don't sit at a job all day where I'm surrounded by records to listen to. But, how, how do but you... they're not my records, so it, 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 it's a difference. <laughs> like, Is that like being a uh, drug dealer, but you have to stay sober kind of thing? I don't know. No, not really. No, no. What's a good comparison? I don't know. You're like, I don't know. Hmm. It's like sleeping in somebody else's bed, you know? Right. Like, it's still <laughs> bad, but just the fact that it's not yours makes it completely different. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. It's Man, like if this microphone sounds really weird today. Oh, it doesn't? Maybe or would maybe it's an experimental mic. Maybe. Yeah. It'd be like if Morrissey's vocal cords are ripped out, what would he how would he whine and cry and be an asshole to everyone? Um, you know. Twitter. Talk about his love of the alt right or whatever he's doing these days. So. Twitter. <laughs> I guess. That's, I guess you could always. For it. Yeah, I guess. I guess you always got Twitter to run your mouth. But anyway, we <laughs> before the nude party, we heard a band out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They're called Louis Louis, and the track's called Drums Not Guns, and that is from their Friend of a Stranger LP. And that's a band we interviewed on the show last year when they came through and played at Ruby Deluxe. And great show, great interview. And before that, you heard a band I don't know a whole lot about, but it's from it was from way back in 1959. That was a track called, or that was a band called Sunny G and the Standells. Not the not Stan, Standells. Yeah, not the Standells. Not of, Dirty Water. Yeah, Dirty Water, and I think they also did sometimes. Good guys don't wear white. They did a lot. Yeah, they did a lot of lot of cool tracks, but oh no, a, a different band. The song was called Tidal Wave, and that was a 1959 track from I think it was released by Norton Records. And I first heard that track actually because when I was up in Toronto in February, we had went to go 
me and Aaron went to go see Bloodshot Bill play at the Monarch Tavern, and he covered that song. And I thought it was a Bloodshot Bill song because it sounds like a Bloodshot Bill song. Yeah. <laughs> it's same style and all that. I mean, he does a great version of it. And I thought it was one of his songs. I was trying to find the song online, and I was like, why the hell can't I find this song? Because in today's day and age, you can find most anything online except you know, for... On LimeWire or Kazaa. Except for your band Crete's cassette tape that i oh. really want but other <laughs> it, than that th- those actually physical copies exist now where um <clears throat> through the instagram capitalist crusty oh really you could order okay yes there um there is a bootleg of it now not endorsed oh by the band. I okay so it is entitled create the lost demos so i have to ask you seth I know that Danzig of the Misfits won't <laughs> autograph bootlegs. So if someone had a Crete bootleg, would you autograph it? I don't really like doing autographs personally. Like, it's weird. I've been asked to do it before, and it yeah. always kind of freaks me out. Um, but I would. You would do it? Like, you know, begrudgingly, but I would. Right. <laughs> Not because it's a bootleg, just because it's an autograph. Yeah. You know creed that great band that's still never played a show out of town or anything <laughs> you should though because creed is awesome uh, one of these days we don't even have any shows set up um for any time in the near future well do that uh creedleback tour through canada with nickelback you could uh, do that uh, i mean we're, we're gonna do the creed loaf tour okay <laughs> that i would with, love to go see loaf as a guest singer i'm i'm there already i'm i'm taking days off work um yeah finding a cat sitter i'm I'm already there well before that cool track tidal wave you heard another cool band that was a band from cleveland ohio you may or may not have heard of they're called para ubu and the track's called pa ubu dance party because nothing gets the dance party started like some para ubu yeah um yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Right. <laughs> and I saw them play a cool set uh, last year, I believe, at the Cat's Cradle Back Room. I was not at that show. I thought about going, but um, well, I like Perry Ubu. Last time I saw them, like it was good, but they played for a long time. <laughs> yeah, they do play for a long time. I was like, I don't think I've... And I think it was like a long day. I like was like gonna pretty much get off work and have to go straight there. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to get off work, go straight there, and then like watch an hour and a half of Perry. <laughs> yeah, the they played with uh, Obnox opened up that show, and I think when I got there, it was the most pouring ass rain I've seen in like yeah. years. So I was like soaked to the bone by the time I got in, and. I walk up and it's soaked up, and the only person sitting outside is David Thomas from Paraubu. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, he was "Oh, super, he was super nice." Yeah, yeah, he seemed, um, he seemed like he a was nice really guy. cool when I met him. So, you know, I talked to the keyboardist for a little bit. He was a very nice guy, and yeah, it was a great, great show. Yeah, um, one of my old bands played with Paraubu. Well, at Hopscotch Music Festival in like forever ago, way back in the day. Um, was it five years ago or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, well, time flies. It was like 2014 or 15. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Which is funny, uh, because that same person who did the creep bootleg 
might make uh, copies of the Black Zinfandel tape, too, since I did a poor job of doing that. <laughs> well, I, I'm just giving all of my music projects to him and he's t- letting him take over. He's going to be my manager from now on. You well, know? Why not um, just have a Seth Beard bootlegs Instagram and just or yeah. web page or whatever, Bandcamp, something like that? Yeah, I, and, think, I think he's also doing uh, we're going to have him make some um, tapes of the new No Love LP. Okay, cool. Start selling soon, since that should be out in uh, sometime within the month, I think. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm much looking forward to that. Any, well, what's it going to be like? It's going to be like classic no love. Uh no. I mean, it's a little bit of classic no love, like a little bit maybe like tape two no love. Okay. <laughs> um, but then you know we kind of move in some weirder directions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not terribly weird, but you know. People probably, if they've seen us within the past, like, two years, have heard a lot of the songs. Well, now that you're an NPR-friendly band, who knows what direction you're going to go in, right? I don't know if we're NPR-friendly. I mean, like... npr endorsed. We're friends of NPR. <laughs> right. Um, there's a great guy there, Lars, who always has great things to say about us. Yeah, what's... Lars... His, Ulrich um, from Calico. <laughs> no. He also works for NPR. A huge Noah fan. Uh, he loves our stance on um, on uh, Kazaa. Right, and LimeWire and all um, that good stuff. Actually, our, uh, I was trying to think of, like, trying to figure out a more obscure one. Audio like, Galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> I used to use that one. Uh, there's so many out there. There is a lot. SoulSeek, you know, just kind of outlasted them all. Yeah, that, and that, that one is, yeah, it's so going strong. I still use it. Yeah, I still use it. Yeah. Constantly. Great one. Show. Definitely. Um, I saw No Love's stuff on SoulSeek. Yeah. So there you are spreading the word. There we are. Hopefully it wasn't that new album. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a while ago, so don't um, worry. I don't think I have it was that secret forbidden interview that we're not allowed to play. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we that we kind of I don't know, retconned. Cause we've had a band for a long time. I guess now. Um, so yeah, we're like, yeah, that first tape doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Rewriting history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, um, I know Brian Adams, the popular Vancouver singer, Brian Adams, uh, cuts like a knife. Yeah. Summer of 69. Brian, he, his first single, he was really, really young when he put it out. It might've been a teenager. It was like a disco track kind of. Huh. And I think he's not, really it's not very good <laughs> but i think he's i forget the name of the track but i don't think he's very happy when it gets out there so yeah. so basically y'all should cover that song so that people are forced to listen to it in some vein i'm into it yeah <laughs> big weird disco kick lately <laughs> have you been a little so do when you say disco kick like bgs or what no nah, like weirder stuff like you know like some of the weird Italian disco stuff. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Italian disco kind of stuff like that. You've been to that? Re- Download a handful of like weird comps of just like bizarre stuff. That's pretty awesome, right? Well, speaking of bizarre stuff, that's awesome. The first track you heard was as we start off every week. You know, we start off with the Manchester England band The Fall, and that was a track called "I Am Demo Suzuki." And that was off of the 1985 album, This Nation's Saving Grace. I always want to say Shaving Grace. I don't know why. Maybe that should be in the name of my new band, Shaving Grace. No, you can call it This Nation's Shaving Face. <laughs> yeah, that's. I should do that. 
But that was Marky Smith's tribute to the former singer of Can, Demo Suzuki. And I just think it's a really cool track. Yeah, no, that is a very good one. Yeah. And um, I'm also I also like Can a lot, so you know. Yeah, Can is great. Did you see that the the last lineup of the fall is they're now they they're not continuing as the fall. They started a totally new band, but it's the fall lineup minus obviously Marky Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, including your grandmother on Bonk. <laughs> basically, um, yeah, I think I did read something about that recently. Yeah. yeah, they're called Imperial Wax. Yeah, and it's then they actually did a show with the singer from Can, uh, or they're about this week or last week they were going to do a show with him like a one-time show which i think yeah it's pretty cool marky smith obviously would be pretty stoked about that but i think it's cool that they they're going to be touring and writing new music and they're not they're not doing any new fall songs so they're just totally yeah. which i think is cool which they're i doing. think is a good choice yeah and i saw some people complaining online about it and i was like why like they're not allowed to like start a new band like yeah that just they're not it's not like they're like we're going to play all the hits, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not like when I went and saw CJ Ramon and all I did was play Ramon songs that he didn't write. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like just, just like punk rock karaoke, basically, yeah. which, you know, is entertaining. Yeah, it is. Okay. But, um, it has its place. Um, I mean, it was a good show, but yeah. I also like, I am, I'm into people like not just playing the same songs for f- 40 50 years um so you're not going to see the stones the next time they come to town no i've never seen the rolling stones oddly enough i did see them once i'm like a huge rolling stones fan too yeah but like i i i mean i'm sure they don't play stuff that i like <laughs> yeah they play uh they don't tend to play every once in a while i think they'll bust out a deep cut but i don't think they yeah are probably playing the songs you really they're, they're gonna play you know the the, the hits that yeah it's like i'm sure the latest like they go back is like painted black yeah they right they don't go they play you know brown sugar start me up you know the stuff you expect to hear yeah I which i don't like any of those songs <laughs> well start me up maybe a little bit yeah i mean it's probably their last like really strong or to me their last like decent track that i really remember so yeah. after that i kind of lost interest for the most part yeah, my I mean my knowledge of like stones after like you know a couple like somewhere into like the seventies eighties kind of like it's it's blurry. I don't right. know what's on what you know. Although they did put out a track in uh, I think the mid two thousands called Rough Justice, which was kind of like a sounded like a comeback song. Like it sounded more in the spirit of their just more the spirit of their older stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they for the most part, obviously, the eighties and nineties were probably a little rough for Stones territory. Yeah, um, I remember my grandmother had a voodoo lounge shirt she wore all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, and they were actually featured. There was an episode of uh, Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and O. You seen the episode where they go to a Rolling Stones concert? No, I have not. It's <laughs> pretty funny. I remember like. I watch that show here and there. Uh-huh. I think maybe I was like just maybe a little too young for like nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, like really care about uh-huh. it because I wasn't. You know, it was probably a preteen. I don't know how old I would have been when that was out. Well, it's certainly funny to see because they weren't like. <clears throat> excuse me. They didn't talk. They didn't like talk or anything on the show, but they were. 
it was obviously like must have been a crossover with their tour yeah crossover promo because they're the jason Priestley was like had to go to these like important meetings because he was president of the university and he had to go to this really important meeting but like he was gonna miss the stones concert <laughs> and it was like oh no and then like he leaves and like makes it just in time and isn't always great when that how that happens right <laughs> and there's uh, all the all these clips of the stones playing and it's just like a blatant like you know it's just like a basically like a product placement yeah. i suppose but it's entertaining just because they keep like i remember as a kid i can't remember if i met jason Priestley or if i met uh who was the other big guy on that luke perry luke perry you met him i met one of them where at some like meet and greet thing at like a I don't even remember. I was pretty young. Was it the mall or something like that? Or? It was like a bookstore, I think. Wow. Um, it was for 90210 or it was for something? Yeah. What? You never told me that. <laughs> That's I crazy. Mean, I, I barely remember it. I so, remember there was like uh, <laughs> some kind of parade or something going on. I can't remember. We're somewhere outside of Charlotte. This was a 90s TV parade? Yeah, I have no clue. Portland would be. You know, I'm very, um, very into that, I'm sure. Yeah. I... I, I <laughs> See, I probably haven't brought it up because I, I remember very little of it. I just remember wow. it was one of the guys from 90210, and I got their autograph and met them. Wow. And that's all I remember about it. I don't remember where we were. I don't remember why we were there. <laughs> and I don't know why they were there. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't make for great of, that great of a story as we are seeing unfold. Well, I, I do think... <laughs> I think Jason Priestley was a... He was part of the somewhat part of the vancouver punk scene back in the day huh and he was like a skater skateboarder and he so that goes to show you that you know even though punk rock is usually a dead end road it, you know every once in a while it works out for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they... you ever listen to turn down a punk like you'd be surprised how you know some people get out of it man they, yeah they, they do stuff with their lives yeah yeah exactly or just for some reason on that show and know very little about punk. <laughs> Is that, do you find that to be a struggle sometimes when you listen to that? Or? I, I don't listen to it ter- like a lot. They, I usually kind of pick and choose. Like if it's somebody I like, I'll listen. Um, kind of like somebody who like I'm familiar with. I don't listen to all of them. Um, they're usually pretty entertaining though. Do you ever listen to Mark Marin? Uh, not as much. Uh, I do every once in a while. Um, I don't know. I, I have another podcast I'm pretty invested in that I have a big giant, like five year backlog of. Oh, what's that? Um, it is called the adventure zone. It's the, uh, guys from my brother, my brother and me's like D and D podcast. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's really good. I enjoy it. I've been like listening to that an awful lot cause I haven't been playing D and D. So like, you know, it, it kind of fills that void in my life. Yeah. Listening to other people do it, I guess. Listen to, I've been listening to creative control with Vish Khanna. Have you ever heard that? No, it's from, um, it's based out of Ontario, Canada. It's a, I think Guelph, Ontario. It's a, uh, a dude named Vish Khanna who uh, was a CBC radio DJ and he's been in a, a few bands that I'm not totally familiar with, but he does a lot of cool band interviews and like Mark Harmon from Mud Honey and um, that band Tough Age and I don't know a bunch of it's, it's a pretty enjoyable podcast. So yeah, and a, some 
I, I don't get a lot of listening time anymore. Uh-huh. Like, especially having a car now and not taking the bus. Right. Taking the bus, I can listen to all the fucking podcasts in the world. But, uh, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, usually I kind of get, like, you know, a 30 minute chunk in a day or something like that. Yeah. I'm at work. When I was, well, years ago, when I drove around, drove around, I when should I say. When I drove it around. When I drove, <laughs> exactly. So, when I drove around years ago for a living delivering medicine, You'd be in the car like eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. And I was just listening to... I was like always caught up on everything, which was cool, I guess, in a way that you'd... Yeah, my... my, I I get those like... It's like, oh, you have seven new episodes of this to listen to. I was like, shit. It's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to that anytime soon. Right, and um, podcasts are... They're fun and addictive to listen to, but yeah, they're definitely time-consuming. Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, it's just hard to find a time and place for them sometimes. But exactly, I do enjoy them thoroughly, oh, along yeah. with uh, you know, audiobooks. That's right. My my poor Audible <laughs> subscription is like, you know, I had like twenty credits or something like that. One at one point, I was like, "What am I going to do with all these?" Is like, I haven't like actually listened to any books in a while, and I have like ten books on my like thing that i haven't listened to is like shit this is where you gotta do like a regular podcast and be like speaking of audiobooks uh oh yeah (laughs) this episode of damage goods is brought to you by (laughs) audible.com just go to audible and type in uh, just go to audible.com slash go fuck yourself and you don't get shakes we aren't actually sponsored by them so sorry because i don't think we can we can't have sponsors we are Day, or uh, Little Rally Radio is a nonprofit, so I don't think we can do that. But one day we okay. will have sponsors, and you can go oh, on there. Man, you'll hear all about Lisa mattresses. <laughs> um, maybe some. Um, uh, what's the food delivery one? Is it? It's not Uber Eats. It's uh, no. DoorDash. Or no, no, no. Like the one where you get like the meal. Like oh, thing. Blue Apron. Blue or, Apron. Right. Yeah, which I actually do like Blue Apron a lot. Oh, I kind of wish I had like. I could probably fit it in my budget, like, because I did it for a little bit. Like, I was doing, um, uh, I did all my free trials for everything, um, for, like, every single meal, like, thing that I could. And it was awesome. I loved yeah. it. Because grocery shopping sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, maybe maybe one of these days I'll I'll get back on that. Well, maybe. But, yeah, if, if any of these people want to sponsor us we'll we'll do a podcast like hit us yeah. up so we'll set we're, we're ready to sell out i, I I'm, think. I'm looking at you squarespace yeah <laughs> although they did do a recent commercial with uh keanu reeves which i thought was pretty cool. i i think i did see that somewhere yeah which is awesome I, so. I, i'm sure it was just like i was like oh hey keanu reeves and then just like stop paying attention because it's a commercial whoa squarespace whoa because <laughs> i know they did one with uh jeff bridges oh okay yeah, that's too. right they did um and that was weird apparently he's really into like that thing where you play a bowl i don't know what's weird that shaman stuff oh okay <laughs> yeah. uh, weird dude <sighs> maybe we should play some music okay well i have some new music here it's actually not from Australia or Canada. I know that's probably surprising. So I'm floored. Yeah. <laughs> it is from neither, but it's still good. Don't worry. This is a band. We haven't played them on the show in a long time, I don't think, but it's a band from Chicago. 
They're called negative scanner. <laughs> you were going to, I totally brought that song too. nose picker nose picker. Pretty cool track. Good song. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. They, um, they sent us some of their stuff a long time ago when I guess their last album came out in 2015 because we've been yeah, doing this it's been a, it's, since the stone age. So it's been a while. it has been, <laughs> has been a while. I mean, God, we're almost at 200 freaking episodes. So yeah, maybe we should figure out something to do for episode 200. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met me. I'm not good at planning out things. We're going to play 200 songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be here till 4am. Uh, one of my favorite things, um, the radio station and like where I grew up was, um, at the end of the year, they would play every single song they'd played throughout the year from A to Z. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I'd like stay up till like two o'clock in the morning with my like set deck, like waiting for like certain songs come on, like trying to figure out what time it would maybe be as like, okay, well they're at like this song now. So maybe an hour it'll be here. So yeah. I sit around waiting so I can like record it off the radio. So I can make like a sick radio mixtape. Right. <laughs> um, oh man. Radio mixtapes. I, I used to have some really good ones. I had a couple with me calling out the radio station. Cause I was like, Whoa, I'm so cool. I'm on the radio. Yeah. Um, I think I definitely recorded myself on yeah. the radio before, like calling a radio station when I was a kid. Right. Um, we used to always harass the, uh, pop station and be like, yeah, like play green day um, <laughs> and just get hung up on all the time. Right. Uh, by we, I mean me, cause I was a lonely child. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, whatever happened to rock and roll radio? I don't know. And so uh, we're, I guess we're bringing it back. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> um, yeah, no, let's hear that new, uh, let's, let's, let's pick some noses, man. All right. Yeah. So, this one it goes out to Chris Lar, because uh, I don't know he's probably picked his nose at some point in his life. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be more disturbed by somebody who's like, "No, I've never picked my nose in my life." It's like people say the they've thought has never even occurred to me. Like people say they've never touched themselves before. Yeah, and you're like, come on, um, get the f out of here. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, nose picker. Nose picker. All right. Well, that's uh, you're. In, pick of the week for (laughs) apparently because we both brought it so yes it well great minds think alike so here is negative scanner with nose picker oh yes the time again isn't it yes it is that time um i don't know what time it is it's nine twenty three p.m. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we are damaged goods on the Little Raleigh Radio still, and I still am DJ. Um, da, 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 da. Um, and with me is that was my DJ name. <laughs> that no- whatever that noise was, I just made. Um, uh, DJ Lottie Dottie. <laughs> I liked it. Um, anyways, we just heard music. We heard a bunch of songs. All good songs, though, yeah. might I add. Um, that last band, all the way from uh, Finland, from 2005, that was Selfish, um, with a song called Living Out Loud, off their Cause Pain EP, came out on Feral Ward, like, a good, man, that's like 13 years ago. Woo. Back in the day, apparently. Yeah. Wow. Um... Uh, my CD didn't work, so I'm using my phone, and this makes everything very confusing. Um, before that was more music off the new Hank Wood and the Hammerheads, the appropriately named song Whisper, 
baby. Pretty cool stuff. I like uh, that. Yeah, no. I mean, I think the album's good. It's silly, but it's good. Um, <clears throat> for that was a band I don't know anything about called Neon Maniacs with a song called Building Bombs on the Beach. Um, and Cool song. I know nothing about the band. And uh, Neon Maniacs is a 1986 horror movie that I watched from the video store a few years back, and it's a pretty ridiculous movie. Hmm. Uh, it's let's see it's it's uh, in the heart of San Francisco the legions of the damned lay waiting beneath the Golden Gate Bridge as night falls they are unleashed upon the city to carve terror into the souls of the innocent but when one young woman Natalie escapes a bloody teen slaughter she cannot convince anyone that a rampaging army of psychotic monsters has mutated her friends mutilated her friends um, at one point they have like um, these these monsters these killer monsters have like car like they find like these things that look like trading cards lying all over the place i don't know it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird 80s horror movie uh but anyway it just made me think of that so cool yeah um yeah, fuck i forgot what i was doing Oh well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were you were going to talk about the plugs and how cool they are. Yes, because I do love the plugs. Yes, um, very awesome. Uh, off of uh, Electrify Me, a great LP. Uh, that's a song called Brain Time. Um, before that, we had Los Vigilantes. Yeah, um, off of their self-titled LP, which came out a good while back. Um, a song called Ven Vamos, one of my favorites by them. That's 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 one of those like songs i love that like man i haven't played this in a while yeah um for that from canada imagine that who wouldn't who'd have thunk it (laughs) um it was a band called clazo that was totally clazo Lazo. K Lazo. K Lazo. Maybe. That um, sounds more like K a rapper. Lazarus. K Lazarus. <laughs> um, that, that was really cool, though. I, yeah. I, I was totally new to me and never heard it before. That was a song called uh, This and That off their uh, LP on the It's Trash label, who was nice enough to reach out to us and like. Yeah, thank you stuff. for doing that. that was... um, I, I like that label a lot. They put out really cool compilations like um, called, uh, what is it? Uh, Killed by Meth. Um, which are awesome. Yeah, I think they're based out of London, Ontario, right? Yes. And that's where the band is, I believe. Um, if the internet is not lying to us. That if is it's not me. fake news, yeah. Uh, if it is not fake news. <laughs> if it's not hashtag fake news. Um, <laughs> they also put out the Great Neo News, uh, Great Neo News EP, which all of them are pretty good. I think that band's great. And uh, they just put out uh, 7-inch by the band red uh red mass which is really awesome i listened to a little bit of that today and okay um did not have a chance to bring it in though um but maybe next week um yeah cool label shout out to them you know go check them out buy their stuff it's good uh for that was a band called german yes called german Um, right (laughs) it's like it's like german but instead of an a it's another e and they're from Argentina? Is that Buenos Aires, Argentina, Aires. yes. Yes, the new band that's off their uh, new demo, um, their 2018 demo, and that's a song called uh, Kemar Toto. Um, and, yeah, I thought that was really cool. That yeah. Was, that was um, in my, in my like, searching for new music today. That was definitely the one that popped out pretty good, where I was like, yeah, this rules. So, um, 
And for that, we had the Instigators with the song "The Blood Is on Your Hands." Um, cool song, cool band. That uh, version is off of the Cleanse Back. Is off the Cleanse the Bacteria compilation, which is you know done was done by Puss. I had a really cool compilation. And, uh, awesome stuff. Uh, I had to wash my hands before I touched that record, though. In the store, I know, so. right? Um, and for that, we had Red Beret with. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go for it. Yema Petub 3A ETO. Yeah. I know. I, I know it might be Russian. Uh, they must be Russian. No, I, I, I think they are from actually from the U.S., but all their song titles are in. Yeah, Russian. it looks Russian. I mean, I don't know anything about I, Russian. I really it just don't looks like... know. Like, uh, I know there's several different languages that use like that kind of different alphabet. Yeah, right. Not right. Familiar it's... with any of them? Well, um, but it isn't that. Um, Red Beret. They have a band camp. Go check it out. Like, yeah. it's a pretty cool album. Uh, pretty, pretty dirty and lo-fi, but cool. Yeah. Um, and then for that we had. Oh, that was a uh, that was a blood vision. That my my pointing, yeah, it's like great. Um, I'm, I'm sure you all saw that and were like, yeah, that was a good point. <laughs> that was a good point on the radio. Um, yeah, I played uh, Blood Visions for the title track from the J Retard album from 2006. Yes, uh, man, that that album like blew my mind when I heard it. Yeah, it's a great album. So um, I I remember when I used to work a job delivering fruit to people. I would listen to that album nonstop. Oh, nice. Band. Well, also at the time, I wasn't listening to a whole lot of new music. And I heard but I heard that album, and I kept hearing how great it was. And even, like, these random-ass places like Rolling Stone that I didn't expect to hear about something that sounded like that. Yeah. I heard, I, so I was like, all right, let me check this out. And sure enough, yeah, it was a great album, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, there was a good while where, like, that song My Shadow was on, like, every mix CD I made. <laughs> oh, right. That's a classic. Um, good album. I, I should pick, take that one out and listen to it soon. Yeah, and I think it's we both... Entirety, I think we both, unfortunately, went to one of his, uh, Jay Retard's last shows at yeah. the local 506 in Chapel Hill, so... With, uh, um, the great Cola Freaks. Yeah, uh, rest in peace. Uh, but before Jay Retard, you heard uh, a brand new music from the OCs, and I know it's it's been it's been like at least two or three weeks since they've put anything out, probably. Yeah, so uh, that was <laughs> that was a track off their upcoming album called the album's called Smote Reverser, and the track is called Overthrown, and. I don't know. It's not like there was. Do you think they just like have a bunch of words like, <laughs> and just like pull them out randomly to make so- like album titles? Probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to ask John Dwyer when we interview him on the show. So, John Dwyer, uh, where are you at? Um, you on Mark Maron's show? You on what the fuck with Mark Maron? WTF with Mark Maron? So, yeah. the logical next step would be. Damage goods. Yes, exactly. I mean, because once you've gotten to Mark Maron, there's only you can only go down. So uh, <laughs> we're here for you. We're here to catch you on your phone. Exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, good yeah, song. The, the song. Yeah, the song's called Overthrown, and I don't know. It's on their fiftieth album or whatever. I don't even know how many albums they have now. But uh, but before that, that was my Canadian track of the week. That was a band out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, they 
are called priors. That's P-R-I-O-R-S, like priors, conviction. The song was called Story not, Blinds. Not like Richard Pryor. Right, yeah, different there. Yeah, oh, there we go. That's a good bad band name. <laughs> Richard Pryor's, but like it's spelled P-R-I-O-R-S. Um, there you go. There you go, pop punk bands. Oh, Take, Jesus. Go, go <laughs> Don't give them any fucking ideas. Um, uh, but that was... Yeah, it was the song was called Storyblind off of their self-titled album from, I think, last year. And that was a band that was recommended to me by uh, another great Montreal band you may have heard of called The Pale Lips. Never heard of them. Right, well, you should. Because, definitely not the kind of stuff we would play on, right? this, on this show. <laughs> well, you can, if you would like to, you can read my interview I did with them recently. It's not, a, not an audio interview, so if you hate my voice, don't worry, it's... I did an interview on the 53rd and 3rd website. If you hate Comic Sans, though, you're out of luck. Right. Because it's all written in Comic Sans. <laughs> exactly. With a mix of papyrus to, like, really make some of the yep. sentences, like, pop. I think it actually came out to be a pretty cool interview. I mean, not just because I did it, but just a cool band. And they recommended me this band, Priors, which was totally new to me, but I really liked it. And... Also, transcribing interviews takes forever, but that's all right. Yes. Yeah, as you may know. <laughs> and before Priors, you heard a, another Canadian track. That was a band from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. That was a band called Cold Warps. And I guess that would be like the warp zone in, in the ice ice world in Mario, yeah, maybe. totally. Yeah, that'd be that. <laughs> the song was called Everyone I Know. And that was from 2015. Before that, you heard that was uh, my Australian track of the week. That was uh, a cool new band from Melbourne called Synthetics. I really like that single. Yeah, it's that's cool. Yeah, it's called. It's a single. Uh, Carrie is the A side. That was the B side. Don't throw your life away. And it is on Bandcamp. So if you have good taste in music and you liked that as well, then you know where to find it. And before that, to start off the set, you heard way back when you heard new music out of Chicago, Negative Scanner with the track Nose Picker, uh, which we, of course, dedicated to our good friend and sometimes co-host, Chris Lahr. Friend of the show. Yep. And guy who rants about cyberpunk culture on Twitter, Chris Lahr. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so... You got uh, some cool shit coming up? Yeah, uh, sooner or later, you know. Sooner uh, or later. I don't know. I don't even know what I got, as always. Um, yeah. Um, are we playing any games tonight? Or we? No, nah, I didn't really have any. I, mm-hmm. I, I've been worn out, you know. I went to Charlotte last week to go see Baby Metal. Um, oh, yeah, how was that? That's the thing to talk about. That might be the worst venue I've ever been to in my life. Those are the Fillmore? Yes. I was very not a fan of it. I don't know. Yeah, I I wasn't really either. It's uh, I saw Motorhead there years ago. I was trying to go see Motorhead there when that happened. Yeah, yeah, like we pretty much just like drove into town, went to that, and went like back home. Yeah, um, I did see Danzig there, and I'm that's actually where I met Danzig was at the parking lot of the film. <laughs> True story. Yeah, so like we got there late because like the first band was terrible, and because like you know I had to wait for my wife to get off work, and we had to drive down there, um, and. Uh, so we got there like you know uh, halfway through the first band set 
and we're trying to walk to go use the bathrooms which you have to walk all the way around the whole venue like all the way to the back all the way across all the way back up and in that walk i saw like three people getting kicked out for being like barely able to stand drunk (laughs) like several people like crying like i don't know like they just lost their purse or something it was it was weird it was insane the crowd was kind of weird and creepy right like we did get down front and we started out behind of course a giant pillar because why not have that in the crowd um and then we kind of got moved and then it's like every dude who was like over six feet tall decided they all needed to hang out at the front so that nobody could see right it's not a really tall stage like yeah yeah it's not um yeah and baby mill were fun like it was cool um where's the interview that you did with them i want to hear it oh yeah right <laughs> i'm sure like they did not have any kind of i'm sure you had to pay like a four hundred dollars for like a vip pass to go meet them for like two seconds not if you're you know a an elite member of the press like us yeah totally uh but the problem was like we finally did get to where an area where we can kind of see um but there's somebody in front of us who just had the worst gas and like <laughs> it was it was terrible and just non-stop throughout the whole show and, like, there's nowhere to move. Like, we couldn't move and go somewhere else. Like, we were kind of trapped in our spot. So, it was just like, uh, it was an ordeal. Just farting around in Charlotte. Just farting around in Charlotte. <laughs> and, like, That's going to be our new podcast about uh, go to Charlotte and do random things. Yeah. I don't know how many random things there are to do um, in Charlotte. but Go see a bunch of tall buildings downtown. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't actually go into. We'll go see one of Bo White's 20 bands. Bo White, the singer of Patois Counselors. Yes, which I sadly didn't even think about bringing in a track for their new album. Yeah, they, uh, Patois Counselors, their new, yes, yeah, is it already out on the streets or I thought? Yes, it is. Oh, I thought it didn't come out until G- next month. No, 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 it is available. Fuck. All right. Um, it, it is out there for Damn you it. to purchase. All right. Well, real quick, when does Target close? Do they have it at Target yet? Yeah. Or? Okay. Um, <laughs> I got to go get that. They were going to carry it at Walmart, but they, you know, they ha- they were going to have put a parental warning sticker on right. it and everything. Um, well, yeah, no, you can buy it at pretty much most any record store, hopefully. I don't know. It's on well, the Ever Slash Never label. Well, I can't. Label. I cannot wait to hear that because. Yeah, I've not really gotten to uh, sit down with it yet. Um, my favorite band from north carolina yes um yeah i i'm excited for it that and you know that and the new uh parquet courts oh yeah uh, have you gotten a chance to hear that yet yeah i listened to it a little bit um I heard a couple oddly tracks. enough they were on ellen recently were they <laughs> yes what they play the uh title track wide awake no it's a very bizarre way. thing how bizarre <laughs> um obey bizarre you know it's weird the it's funny that a band that played with whatever brains yeah is now like on ellen which i, I know i still have a little bit of beef with parquet courts but i do like their new album um sadly again i did not think about bringing that it was not i was i was having a rough day today you know well, um you know i think danger mouse produced their new album which yes. is interesting which it's very i don't know if i had to say it sounded like something uh i said talking heads somebody else brought up the good point that definitely sounds much more like tom tom club though uh, right yeah i can see that it's what i got a little bit of freak vibe to it and still well i'm excited to hear more of it and uh yeah. excited to hear that i think they're coming here in a couple of weeks to the cradle 
Oh, are they? Yeah. I have a hard time making it out to the cradle. I don't know why. I'm just, like, not that interested in seeing shows, like, that size anymore for some reason. Well, sorry, we can all play in a, you know dingy basement too yeah it's funny (laughs) as i get older i'd be more inclined to like go to that kind of show where it's like comfortable right because we're in that age range of like going although we only go see like you know bands at cat's cradle right um like we're like you know the um the you know 30 some year old indie crowd in chapel hill yeah. Who, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to go to that show at a bar. It's like, oh, I'll go to that show in a basement, though, with a bunch of teenagers. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's it's taking a weird, weird path in my life, you know? Adulthood is, uh, there's no, there's really no rules for it. Yeah, I know. I will say I will never probably go to the Fillmore again. Yeah, I... Probably wouldn't go unless I really. I generally avoid like stuff like that too. Yeah. Like even if it's something I want to see, like I want to see Slayer Kenny, but I don't like the Ritz. Right. I've never actually been there, but I know I'm not going right. to. Um, I don't like paying that much for shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like anywhere that serves beer. That's cheapest beer is like close to ten dollars. Right. Um, I don't like being around people. So like you know that's always a problem. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Cause the descendants are playing this Saturday too. Yes. And, uh, pie face girls are opening. Yeah. So awesome. Pie face girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like no way in hell to so, find me at that show. Really? I am really, I'm just hoping that we get pie face girls on the Ellen sooner or later. We'll have That's to. when it'll all come yeah. uh, back together. I, I would, uh, I would love to see them on some type of, uh, Thing like that that's yeah you know you got to start with the nighttime ones first because like you know like seth myers or something yeah. like that or craig ferguson does he still have a show no he he retired from that um but i did see um i think death valley girls were on uh carson daly's show oh god he stole a person yeah he he actually has every once in a while have some pretty cool bands on there like oh. he said the coat hangers on there and stuff and um but seeing the death valley girls on there was i was kind of like whoa that's cool huh that's cool yeah huh. weird and seth myers has had some cool stuff on his show too and i'm uh, and you know conan o'brien sometimes does yeah. too so i am very i mean like i don't know i don't remember the last time i've watched any kind of show like that yeah i mean i late night show i just occasionally will see clips of like when a cool man plays on one of those uh ever since i got rid of well i didn't get rid of it ever since i stopped looking at facebook yeah um <laughs> i i miss out on all that stuff right um which you know was one of the losses but i got rid of a lot of other stuff in my life that i hated so but how will you know when the president says something stupid and outrageous i could just probably just assume like <laughs> at any point in time and be like I bet the president probably said something outrageous and dumb today. Yeah, it's and, like a surefire bet. And then I am fine. You're like, right. I don't have to know what it is. Um, you know, and then I can just go on with my day. Yeah, because it's sort of like sometimes I'll see people like shocked about something you said. I'm like, are you? I mean, I know you're upset. I get that. But are you really actually surprised? Or yeah. you just, um, I guess, I don't know. It's just a, I like to, um, I, I kind of want to put a filter on my browser for certain things. Yeah. Like, 
I know there's one that filters out Kanye West from your. Uh... Yeah, again, I get very little Kanye West. Like, I mean, I only really look at Instagram like every once in a while. Okay, yeah, so that's, um, that's so, like, better. It's it, it's even that even like I'm just like man, fuck this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like usually pretty much I've gotten it down to where I only see record stores, um, right? But yeah, I mean, I just don't get a lot of that like. I don't get that content from anywhere anymore, and it's pretty great. It is, yeah, because um, I think that we... I, I, I know I can probably just sit there and be like, I bet Kanye West said something like that just makes no sense today, right? And something right. horrific, and <laughs> um, you know his his just always seem misguided, yeah, more so than like you know outright terrible. Yeah, I think he has some. Um, things going on with him that are you know he probably you know, being needs... an insane person yeah well right a hard thing to deal with sometimes <laughs> yeah exactly and um yeah i think it is good to i think not enough people um just if you're going to be all over social media like s- surround yourself with stuff that's like happy and enlightening like music you like movies you like cat videos you like yeah or just get rid of social media it's pretty awesome like to do that. that's true too. Um, like, <laughs> but yeah like you know the, there's a lot of fear mongering on there i think and even like all your so-called like liberal do good websites you know they still are just yeah. filling your head full of um, fake news fake news or just like just trying to shock and outrage you and I don't know. It's just, that's my rant of the day. I think you should just, um, listen to cool podcasts and, uh, download music you like and, you know, fuck everything else. And bring back Vine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, uh, just make, make Vine again, you know? Right. (laughs) Spend all your time learning how to code so you can make Vine. All of our, um, all of our shows are actually going to be on Vine from now on. So it'll just be the first part of the show. Um, uh, first five seconds. All but. right. Well, let's listen to a couple more songs. I guess. I guess we got time for that, don't we? All right. Well, uh, uh, let's uh, do some Ramones. Actually, no. Here we go. We were talking about fake news. We were talking about all this stuff. We're going to listen to some Brian Eno. We're going to listen to The Great Pretender. All right. Because that Brian somehow Eno. in my mind makes sense. And there's like, that's like <laughs> a segue in some kind of way. Um, so, yeah, let's do The Great Pretender by Brian Eno. And we'll be back in a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right, here we are barking at you again. Yeah. Damaged well, goods. Barking at your door. <laughs> barking up the right tree. Speaking of. Um, speaking of, that was a song called Music, if you couldn't tell by the song. <laughs> uh, by, by favorite of the show, uh, The Great Dog Police. God, man. I Okay, so apparently we're finding out more information yes. about them, um, which... I, is blowing my mind right now honestly um according to the website barkpost.com which i guess is a dog themed website uh i need to investigate this more but i guess the music video for the song dog police by dog police yes inspired a tv pilot of the same name starring jeremy piven and adam sandler in the 1980s which is i feel like man <laughs> just think 80s jeremy piven and 80s like adam sandler together in a movie about 
uh, what was the plot synopsis? They're dogs, they're aliens, and they're, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, detectives so, so, yeah. or something like that. Their dogs are detectives, they're psychic aliens from space, and they're going through a divorce. I, uh, I, how could this have failed? Yeah, I, I don't understand. And like, there's a couple of gifts of it on here that just look... It's like a dog and like a cat high-fiving kids. Like, <laughs> it's like, just have to see... I'm just have to post this... F- link because it's just ridiculous but yeah i mean i definitely know what i'm doing tonight yeah <laughs> uh, my wife's gonna be like what the fuck are you watching and be like it's the dog police like pilot duh <laughs> well maybe we could uh do a kickstarter or a gofundme to get this to be a thing again to like bring like, back the show that no one remembers yeah that, that nobody knew existed not even like probably the only people who listen to dog police um, <laughs> also like i'm sure there's some diehard dog police fans out there probably but it's just funny that that song in the 80s was like they're like of all this of uh all the songs in the 80s they were like yeah yeah, yeah this song we're gonna do like a like a TV show or movie about, and they're like Scruff, Scruff McGruff is like super popular. It'll do great. Uh, that that just like it just seems. Scruff McGruff ever have a TV show? Like I, I don't think so. Thinks I wish he had a cartoon. He should. I know there was a Geico commercial with him recently. Yeah, but um, I don't know if no. There should be a. I don't know. There should be a McGruff. Maybe like a movie starring I don't know who 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 would be McGruff now I don't know I don't know they probably get somebody like Seth Rogen or something like that right. <laughs> yeah, probably um, <laughs> it'd be a bunch of weed jokes and yeah yeah <laughs> that's world we live in now yeah I have no clue uh, yeah it doesn't look like there was ever a amazing didn't make a uh, cartoon out of it well and I'm hoping we'll find this like locked away in someone's basement we'll find like a, a line of dog police toys in the 80s that never came out yeah that were um you know dog police action figures and all that so um <laughs> anyway. but anyways before dog police we heard the ramones with the song 7-eleven off of um i just blanked on what album that's on pleasant just, dreams we just talked about it for, at, at you know for a bit um pleasant dreams yes and pleasant great. dreams is sorry go ahead uh, great album i think it's super underrated in it their, is um catalog also we're gonna do a new podcast called pleasant dreams where people uh call in the show and we analyze what their dreams mean i'm into that let's do it <laughs> um, that would be it'd be kind of fun actually yeah no i'm very into making this like yeah i dreamed that um my boyfriend um that i broke up with him and got a restraining order against him what do you think that means huh well (laughs) nah you know we gotta wait because like i don't want to like give away the good stuff for free Uh, then then you could get the mattress sponsor on that show yes because it's a show about dreams and it kind of makes sense yeah and lisa um you know yeah there we go and that there's like 
pillows that they talk advertise on TV and the radio. The, there's like I, we've talked about this before, and I've never seen or heard those commercials. My Easy Pillow or some bullshit. I don't yeah. know. It's my. <laughs> no, um, oh yeah, but you were gonna say about uh, pleasant dreams. Yeah, I was just gonna say that we can do that podcast. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's all I. I mean, Ramones are great. Also, uh, one more thing I did. Seven uh, Eleven made me think that apparently I didn't know this, but. Um, Aaron from Red Moon Radio told me that the the uh, Slurpee capital of the world is actually uh, Winnipeg in Canada. Huh. Which is the meaning that it is the most Slurpees are consumed in Winnipeg of any place in the world. Weird. I think being cold up there that people would not want, like, you know. Right. They haven't, they haven't come out with a hot Slurpee yet, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't good. Yeah. I just imagine, like, <laughs> it'd be like drinking one of those freeze pops that's not frozen. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, super syrupy and, like, gross. And, right. Um, well, I kind of wonder... Yeah, I don't know. That's... that's uh, I don't really know why they... Although the Slurpees up there do taste a little different, I think. Huh. Maybe it's because they don't use the corn syrup. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe they throw a little maple syrup in there. Who knows? Who knows? Um, oh, yeah. And we heard Brian Eno. Yeah. That one guy. We, 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 yeah. The Great Pretender. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know if I have anything to say about Brian Eno that hasn't been said before. So, you know, if you don't listen to him, like, listen to Brian Eno. That, yeah. That's, that's all I got for you. Um, I don't know great musician uh maybe like stick with the first couple albums yeah you know? um his collaborations get a little weird um <laughs> and he did that album with jay-z and it was just kind of I know. downhill from there so um so it's that time oh what time is that time for us to get the fuck out of here uh um, i know but i know what i'm gonna go home and watch that, same <laughs> um, before we do that we're gonna play uh whatever we call it did we come up with a name for this last time i was here um I don't for some know. reason i thought we did but i'm sure if we did if i'm not sure really. if it was a good name i would have remembered i think it. we came up with some stupid name but it wasn't really that yeah good. it must not have been good because i'm pretty sure i would have remembered so i can like you know keep it uh but i've forgotten so yes this is where i list off all swan song with seth beard the world's most popular game show yes there we go <laughs> uh, yes this is where i list off the tracks i have left on my playlist for tonight which is a lot of them um and Matt, guess, picks the most interesting one without knowing the artist. So this week, you have Truth. Daga 2. That's D-A-G-G-A. Femsu Cellophane. I probably said something in that wrong. Somebody's watching. Control Tower. Down the road. Laughing at me. Sister Sue. You know you gotta. Wishing. All the kids agree. <laughs> Nothing changes. And mild horses. Mild horses, right? Yes. Okay, not, not wild, wild horses. horses. Oh, I was hoping to turn oldie there from the stones. Wild horses. Uh, that's a lot of choices. Yeah. 
What about the femso cellophane? I was kind of curious about that. Yes, I, I, I'm into that one because that is Edith Nylon, who I like a lot. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, Pretty cool stuff. So, yeah, we'll we'll end with that. And then uh, I assume we'll both be here next week. Yes. And uh, is next week New Wave Night? It is. I won't be here for. Yes. So you'll time. be here momentarily. But they will. Um, in a couple weeks, hopefully I'll have an interview with Josh from the Alamo Draft House. Also, Video Vortex. And um, Bob Dylan. And lunch. He also does the Lunch Mean <laughs> magazine. We'll, we'll, we'll also have an interview with Bob Dylan. Yes. Um, Jay Z and um, uh, the, the, Yanni, Oasis, the Oasis Brothers. What about the, Did you not get the Oasis Brothers yet? No, I didn't get the Oasis Brothers yet. Oh well, get on. You need to get on that. So um, that's. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, we'll have yeah interview with Josh from Video Vortex, cool place. Yes. I, very intimidating. Yeah, it's kind of overwhelming, isn't I, it? I went in there. I wasn't going to rent anything, like, because I was just like, no, nah, you know. Um, but I was, like, just kind of flipping through. I was like, man, I don't even know where I would start, like, looking. My wife's really excited because they have K-dramas. Yeah, they do. And, they, I mean, now they have Canadian I mean, section, too. She has and... a K-drama, like, streaming service. Right. Uh, you know. But that is pretty cool that they have, they go all out with the genres. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, I looked at the documentaries, and there's like ten different genres inside of documentaries, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, sort of the anti any sick rock docs. <laughs> um, and there should be a whole subsection of punk documentaries with like the same ten people from. Yes, let's see. We're going to talk to Henry Rollins. <laughs> We're going to get John Doe at some point. He's going to be super boring. Yep. Ian McKay. We gotta get Ian McKay. Right. We gotta get Ian on there. Ian on there. Let's see. J Lo Biafra. Yeah. And uh, there's just a J Lo. Maybe we'll get some Mike Watt riding around in a van. Right. <laughs> um, nobody will know who he is, but like you know, diehards will. And uh, Legs McNeil will be in there too. Maybe. Yeah. yeah probably. Probably. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll fit him in. Um, and <laughs> and it'll be. You know, there's just for punk. There was like nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just, just I, like from another planet or something. It was just like there, changed my life. There's not like <laughs> thirty million things that like are considered proto punk um, at all. Um, it just came out of a vacuum. Man. When, I, when I heard the Ramones, it just everything was just. It's just like all made sense all of a sudden. <laughs> um, See, we could do our own. Uh, yeah, uh, it was funny. I actually did listen to a docu- or a BBC documentary about skinheads the other day. Oh, I was watch that? it. I was working, so I just listened to it. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. They do um, some good documentaries on BBC. Yeah, I, I, I highly recommend like listening to it. I don't know about watching it. It's like you know, you've seen a skinhead, you've seen a skinhead. I guess you know, like what? Well, there's not much I need to watch. Yeah, um, but it was good, very enjoyable. But for now, here is Edith Nylon, and we will be back next week. Good night, y'all. Good night.